0: What up, people? My name is Tim Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast, back to the show. We are live. We're in in effect here. Welcome to the Black Table. This is, uh, of course, I'm Tim Black with my amazing guest host, none other than Mrs. Black. Mrs. Black, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome, 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 people. Welcome. Let me know you're out there, folks. This is episode... Is this three? Yeah. Trey. It's Trey. Okay, yeah, yeah. It can't hear, Uh. yeah. <laughs> it can't hear fingers. But you you were just telling me. You weren't telling him. You can talk. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's shaking her head like, you know, Yeah. usually when you're online, you don't want me to say nothing because you be online. I got to keep everything quiet because you online. Now you want me to talk. Mm. Mrs. Black. She's got the rundown of what we're gonna cover this week, Mrs. Black. What do we? What are we covering this week in this week's episode?
1: All right, we're covering the Dalai Lamas tongue kiss,
0: <laughs> Jack share Uh, wasn't it weird to Sarah? to Sarah to Sarah to Sarah. Leaker
1: of classified documents. Uh, Justin Pearson's appearance on the Breakfast Club. Sequoia Robinson, no federal investigation. Jamie Foxx, stroke update. DJ Academics joins Rumble. Yep. And we're going to talk about Netflix's Beef uh, documentary series.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much for the rundown. That's what we're getting into. If that sounds like something you'd be into, you're going to enjoy this segment or this show. Um, I'm really looking forward to it because. I'm pumped up about some of these topics, guys. So we are live on Facebook and on YouTube. We do this every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time-ish. Um, we got a lot. We got kids upstairs eating. So we <laughs> so we got a lot going on. But I yelled at them and told him, you know, have a seat. Say, okay. <laughs> like, hold on a second, man. Let me go make sure. Because she told them right, but I had to tell them, tell them. I had to tell them, tell them, hey, it's showtime, right? This is how, you know, this is, this is how we keep the bills up. This is how the lights work. Sound magic. <laughs> All right, so um, Mrs. Black and I, we're going to cover these topics. Should we jump off into it? I see we've got a couple moderators in the house. What's up to my moderators in the house? I don't even know if my chairs work. I don't know what this is. <laughs> you can get anything. I don't even know if this things work. I think it plays music now. I haven't used this soundboard in so long. Yeah. But, um... Shout out to the moderators, people holding it down. Shout out to my Facebook people out there holding it down as well. Facebook comes through for a brother from time to time, man, and uh, we've been doing pretty good on Facebook, so shout out to those guys on F- in Facebook land for for um, monitoring checking it out and watching the show. Uli and Shogun, what's up, guys? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, let's jump into it, man. I guess uh, like I, I <laughs> so I had to show Mrs. Black this before we started. Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama, I didn't know he was almost 90. Mm. I thought he was like, you know, like, you, you know, how old, did you, how old did you say he was?
1: Did I give a number?
0: You he gave it. i been a number. around
1: a long time, so that's probably about that's probably what I was probably thinking.
0: Yeah, like you, you, okay Yeah. I'm I could have sworn you this. said 70 something. I'm first.
1: really good about trying to pinpoint and then when you look it up, it's like, you were right. So
0: yeah. yeah. I didn't guess though. I knew he was just old. Mm-hmm. He's 87? 88? They didn't say 90, did they? No.
1: Late
0: 80s. They said 80. No, nah, I when yeah, I was watching the out. video, they said 80, it's like 87, I think it was. So Dalai Lama, he kissed a boy. Like he... uh Anyway, he apologizes for an incident that took place in New Delhi where he kissed a boy on his lips and then he asked the boy to suck his tongue. Ew. Ew. Okay. <sighs> uh, I'm trying to be considerate of the fact we got different cultures. Right. Now... He issued an apology, and his friends, to his family, and his friends worldwide. It occurred during a public event at, I'm not even going to try to say this, but a temple complex. The young boy approaches Dalai Lama for a hug. Uh, the Dalai Lama kissed the boy on the lips, and made tongue sucking request. Laughter and applause from the audience. The applause was not messed up by like this. They thought this is this is funny. This is jokey joke. So all across social media, millions of people shared this video millions of times. Reactions include scandalous, disgusting, and abusive. Now, now in this article, it said right-wing influencers in the U.S. using it to claim pedophilia is rampant without evidence. I I don't even know uh, if that's what's happening, but that's what this article says. (laughs) Now, this is an important point to know. Okay, here goes a key point. Traditional Tibetan greeting is sticking out one's tongue as a greeting, has historical roots. Tongue sticking is not, but tongue sucking is not part of those traditional roots. So it's the sticking out of the tongue is something that they do.
1: Yeah, that seems traditional, cultural. Cultural. Yeah.
0: Like us waving.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm- could probably put that in the same. Well,
0: quote. black folks here now,
1: right?
0: That's the, <laughs> so sticking out the tongue is like doing like this. <laughs> they're here now, y'all. So that's the same thing. If you were, if you were from New Delhi, or I guess that's India. I I really gonna okay, Mrs. Black. I'm a, I'm gonna knock this one over to you.
1: Oh my goodness! Oh, okay. I know it.
0: Ah, I forgot my buzzer.
1: Uh, oh yeah, we've got to set those
0: up. I got. I, they're already set up. They're already set up, actually. Where are they? They're, uh, the boxes are over there, but do we?
1: <laughs> we. Maybe next. Oh,
0: they're right there on this side. Oh, I can get it. I can get it.
1: You sure? Yeah, I can get it. You got talk. Okay, I am talking. Hello, Wolf Pack. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> As Mister Black here grabs these butter buzzers, the butters. <laughs> What do you think about the story? Well, I think that it's... Well, I mean, because I can't um, relate at all to that tradition, it is it is rather disgusting, um, especially it being a child. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I couldn't... I'm not even going to go there in terms of, you know, my family, but that is just so disgusting to me. I can't even... I can't even imagine...
0: I think that's a real answer. That's what people want to hear you say. The truth That's how you feel about it.
1: Exactly. Man. But, you know, for their culture and him being a holy man, that may be something that, um, you know, uh, is, you know, something on someone's top 10 list, you know, to have for, for something like that to happen to them. I guess I'm saying that correctly. Um, You know, maybe you want to maybe shake the hand of you of United States president one day. That's Mm. at the top of your list. And that happens. Um, Maybe you can equate that to what happened with uh, that interaction with the Dalai Lama and that and that child. So I don't know. But again, different cultures.
0: Yeah. But see, the thing is, the part that we're upset about, if he would just stuck his tongue out at the kid. That is a joke, like that's universal. Sticking the tongue out is, kids licking their tongues at each other, it's like a na 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 type thing, you know? And I think no one would have a problem with that across cultural lines based on what I've been reading. But the whole licking at the tongue part, like Mm -hmm. that part is, that's something that's part of their tradition. And we got this man that's almost, you know, this man like playing with this kid, and he asked the kid to do it, so it's sort of like, it, it is inappropriate. I mean, I'm sure there are people that have different opinions. That's fine. In my opinion, you shouldn't be kissing no kid in the mouth, nor should you be requesting them to kiss you in the mouth oh, or guess, or I lick guess, or guess. anything else. So, yeah, so, so I don't know what the penance is for this, but um, it, it's highly disgusting. And I, I say that the people that are, you know, the people from, I've seen people make excuses. They just love the guy. Like the guy is a deity to them. He's he's like Buddha. Exactly. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get why they revere him so much. They say, well, he didn't mean anything by it. Fine, but we saw it. So we're gonna have an opinion about it, and it may not coincide with your opinion, and that's fine. It's not like we could do anything to the guy. True. This is just an opinion. We don't have to like it. I don't like it. And 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 particularly like we know in the u.s we have a lot of problems with uh i'm not saying that they don't have problems but we got a lot of problems when it comes to priests yeah touching children right we just had a recent bust uh about this recently right here in this in area maryland. dmv mm-hmm. uh, and i think it was uh virginia it was in maryland it was in maryland mm-hmm. so the catholics the, the whole catholic thing that's like wow you guys, you know what? It's not just limited to the Catholic stuff. People need to know that. It, it takes place in a lot of different religions. Go bump upstairs. What are you doing? You, don't you think this is? Say what? Kickball. Hey. she She's not dressed it on camera. I know. She's not? No. You don't want me to put her on no. put her out there like that. <laughs> That's my grandbaby. I love you, grandbaby. Cloak, cut the light off. Well, the chicken grease around her mouth. Chicken grease on her mouth. <laughs> they heard you say, <laughs> "Okay, She's eating dinner. She eat dinner the black house house. So she she good." Um, it is Sunday. Yeah, man, I don't get the Dalai Lama my pass on this. Like I said, there's no repercussions to face other than, ew, you know? So that's why I feel about it. You know, that's why I come up, guys. Let me know what you think about it. I mean. It'd be different if this was a traditional thing in the culture. The sucking of the tongue, I'd be like, ew, but okay, that's y'all. You do you. But since it's not, then how can it be a pass? So that makes me question all the people that gave it a pass, because I'm reading in black and white. The tongue-sucking part is not part of tradition. He slid that in. If you want to say that's innocent, that's like the group, the 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 hands of the old man touching the kids, you know, that's yeah. that's unacceptable, man. In the mouth, body fluid?
1: Right, that's yeah. Well, I guess we probably need a little bit more context. I understand it's a tradition, but maybe a little bit more context, but it's like I st- it's still kind of hard to leap over that that fence to to kind of understand that that next step beyond. You know, just kissing the tongue or yeah.
0: whatever. Or kissing in the mouth in general. What's right, wrong with you?
1: Exactly. Just a bow or a handshake.
0: Yeah, bow, <laughs> handshake, give him money, give him candy. Right. Reach into your robe and pull out some Skittles.
1: <laughs> Even that seems kind of That creepy. is kind of nasty, right? Kind of creepy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's funny hearing people be silent about it, though. It's like, uh, well, I want to be, be careful. He's a very respectable, whatever. All right, so uh, next. I'm going to keep a time up here. So anyway, Dalai Lama. Keep your hands off the kids. Jack Texera. And I hope I'm getting that right. He leaked classified documents. I was looking up this story because I'm pretty fascinated by it. He's 21 years old. Mm -hmm. 21-year-old, clean-cut little white kid from uh, Massachusetts. And he's a part of an online group. He's got a... Online community, they chat via Discord, and it's like a bunch of white nationalists, bunch of racists and assholes, gamer kids who uh, gamer young men. These are these are young men who uh, who you know do a lot of creepy stuff. And he leaked some documents he took from his job. And his job is he's he's in the uh, Air Force, no National Guard. He's in the National Guard. He wanted to prove that he had access to some very high classified documents. And when they didn't believe him, he bought some, he produced some, and he put them up on the, he uploaded them to the internet. And now he gets to go to jail for it. So his screen name was OG. And now, by the time he get out, he'll probably be an OG because he's looking at decades behind bars for leaking classified information. And uh he violated, what what's that? Uh, Uh, He's been charged in a Boston court on two counts Under the Espionage Act Is Washington real from the fallout of the worst leaks of U.S. intelligence In at least a decade The kick about all this is, folks He wasn't doing this for a certain purpose Like some of the other leakers who have done it to alert the to alert the press to some things that were going on that he felt the world needed to know about in the name of the name of democracy or the name of justice. He did it just to say, hey, told ya, I'm the man up in here. So now he gets to go to jail and he won't be the man up in there. It's sad and I feel for him because he's young and he's dumb, obviously lacking friendships, lacking guidance. Yeah. I feel bad for his parents I saw his dad walking with him, his mom. They look like, I can't believe this boy did this dumb, you know. Any parent out there, you know what I'm talking about, where your kids do something and screw up, and there's nothing you can do to save them from it. You got to kind of, but you, you know they're wrong, but you want to protect them, and you love them anyway, but it's like, I know they're going through it right now. What do you think, Mrs. Yeah. Black, about uh, Jack to Sarah? And what took place? Yeah,
1: it's like completely out of their hands, out of his parents' hands. Um, He did have a supporter in Congress. That was Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was supporting him and was saying that he was uh, being taken down because he's a, um, what's she call him, Uh, a white straight male. <laughs> and even uh, yes, yeah, she did. She he, he has a supporter in her, and um, the person who came and and slammed Marjorie Taylor Green was Lindsey Graham, calling her an idiot. Um, it's just a whole it's it's a whole mess. It's a mess.
0: Yeah, those those white straight males sure got it bad. Yeah. Oh, See, those. She struggle. came out
1: in defense of him.
0: Yeah, you could defend him without saying it's because he's
1: that was he's a white guy.
0: <laughs> Oh, the yeah. poor white guy. The poor young white guy. You know that's yeah.
1: See, he's been replaced, right?
0: Yeah, he's, he's been being replaced. replaced. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, they never stop campaigning to do that. They
1: never do. Wow. No matter how ridiculous it is.
0: Marjorie Taylor Greene is a is a crackpot, <laughs> and she's dangerous because she's in power. People elected her. Right. The, there have been countless whistleblowers who face all types of repercussions for their actions, and they didn't do it for the reasons this guy did it. He's not even trying to save the whales. He's not trying to protect anyone. He's not trying to stop torture or bombings. And when we think back to Edward Snowden, Mm -hmm. um, there have been numerous leaks that were about something. Mm -hmm. They were about national security. Edward Snowden wanted us to know what was happening to our data. Right. He wanted us to know about them overstepping the privacy, that we had no privacy, that we were for sale. These, that's important. He still I don't know if Marjorie Taylor Greene knows, but he still hasn't been in the country. I want to know who are these whistleblowers that don't get punished because i remember covering that story mm-hmm. in reality winner, both those stories and there was the Stevens it's a black guy named Stevens. They spent lots of years behind bars mm-hmm. um, what's, what's the young young lady that ran for office Banning. Manning changed changed his name. He went through a transition. Oh, okay.
1: Was that like West Virginia? Chelsea Manning.
0: Chelsea Manning. Okay, Chelsea Manning. Uh, That was a lot of time spent behind bars. And not to mention some forms of torture as well. And she was trans. Or she is trans. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for Marjorie Taylor Greene to make a little bit of sense. I know she blabbers stuff that doesn't make sense. It's incoherent. But it's raw meat to her base. But it would be it would be helpful a little if she's want to advocate for Mister. Teixeira and she has some good points. and And this is falling dead from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Manning was trans and was treated horribly. Reality Winner's still in jail. Edward Snowden. I don't know if you noticed that, but Edward Snowden still doesn't live in America. Looking at decades behind bars for a good cause, not to bragging rights, that's a bling. I know, you know, I you know, I got access to leaked documents. So how could you defend that? Yeah.
1: She found a way. And like you said, it's me to her base.
0: That's one of the reasons why I hate politics. Just that type of shit. Yeah. And the people that are people that gobble it up, they have to know she really doesn't care about facts, or mm-hmm. about justice. Mm-hmm. She's doing it just to get favor from them exactly. and get some political donations. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you know, to build to the So, yeah, that's what it is. Anything, you got anything on that? You don't have to. It's on you if you got anything on that. Good.
1: Nothing. A very interesting story. It's unfortunate, you know, again, for his family, for him. I'm not sure about all the details of um, his imprisonment, but
0: He's got to go to court. You know, they charged mm-hmm. him, but, you know, so. I don't know. I don't know either.
1: We'll get there. More to come.
0: And, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, look, it's sad, right? Yeah. It's sad that uh, you're looking for validation online from people you don't even know. Right. You don't even know these people. Mm-hmm. He's, he built up a persona of himself, and he felt like he had to prove himself. That's what I read. Now, I don't know if that's accurate. Hopefully, he'll get an opportunity to express where, why he did this. Yeah. But should we go a little bit about the documents? A little bit? Sure. Well, I don't have it listed here, but I know, based on what I read, maybe people know this in the comments section. Some of the documents were sensitive sensitive U.S. military documents about Russia. And that wasn't in this particular briefing, but it was in something else I read. So it's not some, like, just random, like, non-helpful Non, you know, non-threatening or non-damaging uh, type documentation. This is definitely some stuff, kind of not wanting to be out in the public eye right now. It's military. Is it military? Military stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. And like ongoing conflicts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and now, of course, the U.S. is playing games about what the documents actually were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if if how sensitive they are, we don't know. Oh, before we leave it, there is one point. How does someone, I heard this earlier, you did too. Mm-hmm. How does someone 21 years old with no, what kind of level of security clearance did he have? How is he accessing the documents to even be able to just ex, expose those documents? So that's that's just a question for the security, you know, team at the. Who provided
1: that access to him. Right.
0: At the National Guard. I don't know. I don't get it. So I've worked as a government contractor, had access to certain documents. Um, Yeah. Nothing like this. (laughs) But, you know, I'm not a single black (laughs) man. I'm a single white man, I'm sorry. Not a single black man, I'm not a single white man. So I don't know. (laughs) Next. Uh Uh-oh. What we got next? You do one.
1: Oh my goodness, um, Justin Pearson appeared on The Breakfast Club. No, you take this. Okay, I'll take it. I will it. just fill in. I'll be the, the gap filler here. You'll be the gap filler yes. on this.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Justin Pearson was reinstated. As we know, he was one of the Tennessee Three. He was one of two black lawmakers who were suspended or barred, expelled uh, from, the, from uh, the House of Representatives there, in the state house mm-hmm. in uh, Tennessee. And he was reinstated. Justin Jones was reinstated, then Justin Pearson. So Justin Pearson, we're glad to have him back. He's a freshman. He's just getting started. More to come. People were very much impressed by the way he spoke. His, you know, execution style. His delivery. And you know what? I want to say, there's nothing wrong with it's nothing wrong with enjoying someone's vernacular ability, someone's ability to talk. It's kind of important if you're going to be a politician that you be able to talk, be able to communicate thoughts and be able to, to, you know, to get people excited to, to want, you know, to want to get involved. That's an important asset absolutely, for a politician to have. So there are some people have been very critical of him having a certain speaking ability. Um, there are a lot of people that wish they could speak as well. Mm-hmm. It's not everything. You know what I'm saying? like You need some other stuff to go along with the speaking ability. But I, I, I don't agree with people that it's a negative. I think it's a positive. Um, so he's reinstated. And as I know, I, th- I think they're going to go after the assemblyman. Like, they're, they're supposed to, it's not over. The story's not over. There's going to be some more some more work done. Uh, besides getting back in the office, he's got a lot more work to do. Actually, uh-huh. he's a representative. He's got a district of people. But my thing was this appearance on the Breakfast Club. Yeah. So he goes on the Breakfast Club, and I watched it. And um, I'm a you know Tesla Figaro Charlemagne, and it's good to see Tesla up there, and it's great to see Tesla oh, yeah. on the Breakfast Club doing the thing. It is. You know when the door closes because she was with Black News. Black Network?
1: Black News Network.
0: Black News Network, that's yeah. it. She was with them, so when one door closes, the window opens. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big window.
1: Yeah.
0: Nice window. Uh, so that's great for her, and I'm, uh, it's good to see Charlamagne working with his label makers. She, she also was a part of his... What is it, iHeart? Uh, yeah, the, the Black Bud Effect, the Black Effect. Black or, Effect. Black Effect, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's got a show there, no sh- uh, Straight No Chaser. Okay, hmm So... She's doing big things. And I reached out to her and I, I showed my support. I want to say this, and this is this is what it is. Justin Pearson is a state official. He works on a local level directly with constituents. To all those people that are saying, Do you support reparations? Do you support reparations? Do you support reparations? A state official's job is to do whatever is in the best interest of us. Constituents, the people that put them in the office. When you are, when you're on a federal level, man, yeah, things are a little bit different. But when you are a state rep, you work in a small district. I think you said district eighty-seven, mm-hmm. Memphis or Nashville, Nashville. Like those people are concerned about roads. Right. Those people are concerned about healthcare, daycare, or a clinic being put into the neighborhood. They're concerned about things that impact them, like crime being able to walk the streets at night, maybe putting in some traffic lights or putting in some spotlights. That's what regular people want. That's what the main, like, when you vote, when they voted for Mr. Pearson, they wanted to know what he was gonna do tangibly. If he'd have went into office, or if he would have campaigned to run, and was like, we need to get reparations, they'd have been like, you need to go run for Senate at the federal level. Because that's not what we need, we don't need you talking about what, black people are trying to get reparations for 300 years. So that's a stinker to run on in a local election. Because no one's thinking about that from a local representative. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the problems I have with the reparations movement. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people that I encounter online are focused on this this overarching pursuit but they shit on anything that's local. They shit on this. They shit on the things that black people need. Meanwhile, of course, everyone wants a check. Who the hell doesn't want a check? But if you if you're not alive to cash that check, or if you get incarcerated because we're in a system of mass incarceration, which no one wants to talk about, or if your baby gets shot on the street because of the rise in crime or uh, the the need for after school programs that are effective to stop the prison to je- the school to prison pipeline or whatever's impacting your community. it's like it's like folks don't realize there are there are tangible things that we need right now not just in reparations but in what's going on in our communities. so we don't need to be this like focused on one issue. Do you support reparations? yeah I support reparations but I also support other things. And those other things matter. And when we sound like they don't matter, I got a question. If your opinion is a valid opinion, then we need to weigh in this conversation. Another thing, I don't, and I don't know if you saw this. When they were asking Justin Pearson about reparations, he, he tried to bring up several points I just made. Mm-hmm. Similar points. One of them was about environmental justice and how that impacts his local community, the people, the actual people that voted for him in this district have exorbitant amounts of lead and toxins in the area that are killing them. Mm-hmm. He said, "My both my grandparents died from cancers that they caught in the environment mm-hmm. here in Memphis, in our district. Neither Charlemagne or Tesla asked him about it. I get it. Maybe he didn't have time to go through these things. But that's what I'm talking about. This man just relayed an issue that is life or death for everybody in this district. Air just flows. It don't matter if you went to school, didn't go to school. Bad water just, it, it attacks your nervous system. It doesn't matter if you are a valedictorian, it doesn't matter if you work at the Kmart or if you open up your own restaurant. If you're Republican or Democrat or independent. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like these issues, to me, are just as important as reparations. And we need to be asking, not just black officials, but all officials, do you support that? Mm -hmm. Just like we ask about reparations. We start to sound like we are just an echo chamber of a bunch of online people asking questions about this thing that we hope happens between now and the next 200 years. Meanwhile, black people still have to live. Some of these people won't even support voting. They don't support voting rights. They expect us to get reparations without people voting. And they say until we get reparations, they aren't going to vote. I don't know what that means. Makes no sense. I don't know what that means. I know it's not everyone. But when I saw Justin Pearson, and look, and I'm not saying this is the greatest guy. I'm not defending him. He can defend himself. Mm Mm-hmm. But when I talk about healthcare, I get shitted on by this community. Mm -hmm. It's if I'm saying we want healthcare instead of reparations. No, we want everything. But if my grandmother can't go to the doctor, or if my mom can't go to the doctor, or if I can't take my kids to the doctor, that's a problem. They ain't gonna be allowed to get reparations. If I'm talking about the prison pipeline, if I'm talking about mass incarceration, they don't wanna hear that either. They're like, we don't wanna, this is, this is just a distraction. It's like everything is a distraction from reparations. And to me, I think that is the wrong, that's the wrong tack to take, it's the wrong message to send, and it's ineffective. And actual people, if you walk up to them on the street, and you talk to them, and you say, do you support reparations? They'll say, yeah. And you say, what's going on, but what what do you want now? They'll say, jobs, school loans, student reduction, healthcare, better jobs, daycare, health clinics, um, subsidies. They'll have a list of things that they want. They want reparations, but they'll have a list of things that are right there that they can reach out and touch to make their lives better right now. We got one bill, y'all. I hate to say it. We got one bill. It's called a study. It's a fucking study. And until we have it be an actual bill that's going to pass and give reparations, we're going to have to learn to walk and chew gum at the same goddamn time. If not, we are disgraceful, not only disgraceful, We're insulting all the people who got real life problems going on right now. I know some people may not have a political acumen that that enables them to be able to have these types of conversations. That is why they have this one tone. But let's become educated and realize we are 13% of the population. We own 2% of the wealth in the land in this country. Black women make up one percent of black of, of female lawyers. Black men make up one percent of male lawyers in this country. These things need to change as well. We can't just say, cut the check, cut the check to the detriment of all other things. Once again, I support reparations. I shouldn't have to keep saying I support it to show I fucking support it. I support it. I got a black wife in a black house with black kids and drive a black car. And I've been black a long time and will be black until I'm gone. Some of y'all can't say that. Some of you don't date black, marry black, live black, and don't respect black. So don't question my blackness or if I support reparations. But I also support healthcare and student debt relief. And I also support the ability for us to be able to see our kids grow up without having bullets in their ass. The number one killer of black children are is bullets. But you don't even wanna have that conversation because you wanna say reparations are nothing. Yo, you fucking up, I love you, I want it too, but you're wrong, you're being short-sighted, it's insulting, this is no distant Tesla Figaro. she wants to nail him down and get him to say and commit to this for black people, that's cool, he's a freshman representative, he's got a lot to do, he has a lot to learn I'm sure, but this ain't just about Mr. Pearson, Representative Pearson, this is about all politicians, This is about us all. There are other things that matter as well. I guess I gotta let me let it go. Okay. I just close by saying, we need everything. We should be turning down nothing but our color. Being for other issues does not mean you don't support reparations. Is that it? That was great.
1: Yeah.
0: Did I commit You don't have to agree, but I
1: do. Hope that I
0: communicated it. In a way that I know people are going to get mad. Oh, we do one other stuff. Well, when you do, if you do one other stuff, then shut the fuck up when we're talking about other stuff. Every second, I'm not going to be talking about reparations. Every second, we're not going to be talking about the need for reparations. It doesn't mean we don't feel it. Half of you don't even tell your spouse you love them. But you do. You can love your kids and love your spouse and, and love your hobbies and love your dog. But you don't have to say it all the time to prove it. It's just, yeah, I know you. Okay, so you say, Tim, yeah, you say all that. We get it. We already know. Act like it. You run off advocates this way. You run off allies this way. You know we live in a system of white supremacy. Why are you acting like you don't know this? Why are you acting like you don't understand this? got a freshman fucking representative putting him, nail him against the fucking pole if he don't say it as the way you want him to say it. What fucking difference does it make? He in a local district where people are dying of cancer and no one batted a fucking eye to, to his, to death of his grandparents. Nobody cried. No one, boy, I looked at comment sections. No one was like, wow, we need to do something about that cancer. Those cancer causing chemicals that are being dumped in his neighborhoods. Instead, they're going, "Where my check? Cut the check. Cut the check. The man just told you what the people of his district are most concerned about. And you have your own concerns and you discount his, and you discount theirs. And I'm not down with that shit. All right.
1: Well, I remember you gave a really good example a few (sighs) years ago about being in a house, and the house has a leaky faucet, and there's a hole in the roof, and there's a hole in the floor, and the refrigerator's not working. And all of these things are going on in this house, but in the meantime, all of these things need to be fixed along with this big overriding thing called reparations. But while we are fighting for reparations, while we support reparations wholeheartedly, it was our, it's it instilled in us because it was our ancestors that built this country, this amazing country that everybody wants to come to and live that American dream. So we understand that. But in the meantime, we've got to fix that roof. We've got to fix that leaky faucet. We've got to fix that hole in the floor. There are these other things that we've got to we, not so much patch up, but we have got to, um, to to repair in order to be able to move on and, and, and work on these other issues, work on this main issue. But in the meantime, we've got to do these things. Right. So that's, I, I, yeah, I no, you put no, that, that's, right. that's that's excellent that analogy. But I remember that analogy. Yeah, that's a, few that's years a great ago. analogy.
0: You know, when I was um, when I was twelve years old, I went to um, my dad's. I, I spent the summer in Washington D.C. at uh, in Southeast D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of the apartments my, my, my dad lived in at the time. What was this? Okay, so a friend of mine named Kenny. Mm-hmm. I met him over my father's house. In, off, over near Malcolm X Boulevard. It was around Christmas time and they were getting all these gifts. Mm-hmm. And I went in the house, they had an apartment. Everyone lived in the apartment. No one owned their own home. They all lived in apartments. And I remember seeing all the great trees, that the great tree had. And uh, all the presents underneath the tree. And I was like, wow, this is really great. This guy's, this guy's going to have a great Christmas. Come Christmas Day, Kenny puts on his flash shit. He comes outside. He's got all the great Christmas garb. And he's showing off it. He had like a little gold chain. Um, he got like a um, a new basketball. We used to hoop a lot at the court. And he got a lot of gifts, some, new, for some fresh Nikes and everything. So we were like, wow, me and my my uncle Bernard were like, wow, Kitty got hooked up on Christmas. It was great. And it wasn't just him. His big brother got stuff. His little brother got stuff. The mom got stuff. The whole family was decked out for Christmas. We didn't celebrate Christmas because we couldn't afford it. Okay? Um, come January 5th, mm. all Kenny's shit was out on the curb. Mm because they didn't pay their fucking rent. Mm. Turns out, they were probably a couple months in the hole, mm-hmm. but they decided, hey, now, now I know they were a couple months in the hole. No one gets evicted because they missed December rent. Mm-hmm. That means they missed September and October and November mm-hmm. to get evicted, mm-hmm. which just brings to mind how we could be focused on the wrong shit. They could have forewent Christmas, bought another month at least to try to get the money up, mm-hmm. but they decided that our, their focus should be on the instant gratification. Even though at the end of the day, what you gonna do? Wear the gold chain in the shelter? Right. Nice shoes to wear at the Salvation Army or wherever the hell you're gonna be at. So I'm just saying, like, that's how I feel. We're kind of operating with this mentality. I know you want to enjoy Christmas. And I and I, and we we are old Christmas. It's not a gift. Don't get it twisted. I understand. We are owed it. I get it. But we gotta pay these bills. We gotta keep the lights on. Don't just tell me we get reparations. We'll back to pay all this shit. We have to survive until then. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to be a voice to say it. And I know I'm going to catch backlash for it. I know I'm going to get heat on my ass for it. I don't care. I think it's important enough for someone to voice it. People don't want to go up against the mob of people that are going to flood and go at you online. I don't give a shit. One of the beauties of my platform is I got a little bit of this group, a little bit of that group, a little bit of that group. So I can say what I want to say because no one group is going to sink my show. So I... It's sort of like, that's a great thing, but it's also a responsibility. That means I get to say the uncomfortable shit other people can't say, which is turn it down a notch on your friends and your allies and don't make someone an enemy until they prove themselves as such. Until Pearson does some shit against reparations, until he does something that's anti-reparations, that's anti-black, don't just assume the brother is Full of shit. You can't build allies that way. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So well said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Well Bye. said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for time, I gotta demur. For time, I know I went further. The next story. The <laughs> next story is I, I'm gonna get heated again, man. Good thing I don't have high blood pressure. Yeah. I'm always on the. I'm always on the. Well, actually, since I brought that up. Let's just jump to Jamie. You mind? Oh,
1: not we at all. We come back to Shinquana because yeah, I just yeah. brought up high blood pressure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So, because I'm getting so heated. I need to calm down a little bit. I did. Needed to be
1: said.
0: Needed to be said? Well said. Thank you. Jamie Foxx had a stroke. Yeah. And, originally, people were saying it was reported he had a health complication. And I get it. It's none of our business. Mm-hmm. It's none of our business what Jamie Foxx is going through on a personal level. That is his business, and we know we get it. The, the other side of that is we love Jamie Foxx. Right. Jamie Foxx, I grew up on Jamie Foxx. I grew up with Jamie Foxx. Who am I kidding? <laughs> That's my, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I know him because I've seen him since 11 uh, Color. Mm hmm. Um, we had a Jerry Curl Johnson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably a had wig. a Jeremy Curl. <laughs> So it it really had us in a circle when we saw, it isn't with anybody, when you see him trending on Twitter, the first thought is always a negative thought. Yeah. So it turns out Jamie Foxx had a stroke, babe. Yeah. 55 years old, having a stroke. What do we know about Jamie?
1: Well, apparently, um, there was some uh, brain, I mean, some uh, blood breeding blood in his brain. Um, he was having headaches. Um, he went to uh, the doctors to see what was going on, uh, but the doctors expect a full recovery. Um, possible causes of of brain bleeds: five causes, five common causes listed by the CDC. Um, Fox's condition likely unrelated to any of the causes that um, were mentioned.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. You know, you look at. It sort of like gets me, like sort of like the uh, brother Daniels. Last name Daniels, the brother from The Wire, mm-hmm. recently passed away. Yeah, um, Re- Resnick. God. Yeah, I don't know why I called him because he played Daniels in this role <laughs> oh, yeah, on The Wire. I think so, but uh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. It, it gets me because Jamie Foxx looks like he's in great shape. Yeah. So the so the stereotypical way that you look at problems like stroke. High blood pressure, um, heart attack. We always think, weight. Yeah. But there are things like you never know what's in his, his bloodline. We don't know. Mm-hmm. The the factors are always, you know, can always be something far reaching that we can't see visibly. Because I'm like, look at this fox. Like, damn, how a brother stay that small for thirty years? Like, fox has never been fat. Right. Is it Justin, uh, you know, Justin G's like the brother, you know, so you look at him like, God, I, I got to start, uh, I got to start doing some cardio. You know, so a brother like Jamie Foxx, you know, it just is truly a wake up call for all brothers and sisters as well. But especially as brothers, we got to take care of ourselves Yeah. and uh, get yourself checked out. It's the most manly thing you can do is face your own mortality and deal with it. And look it right in the eyes and say, you know what? I know you're coming for me, but not today. Today we're gonna to find out what's up and we're gonna get this handled. You know, so um, better to get the news and deal with it while you got an opportunity to address it. Yeah. So in a way, maybe Jamie's fortunate because now he can address the issues and put them behind him. Right. Um some people don't get a wake up, you know, the wake up call. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's just me trying to look at it in a positive way and say, you know what? If the brother makes a full recovery, he can forego problems in the future mm-hmm. where he may not get that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's like, look, guys, when you get over 50, when well you know, I and mean I have friends that died at 30, so 25 and 20, Yeah, Yeah, you've got to take the time to
1: um, to visit a doctor, see what's going on with you, and if there is something there, then you catch it early, and you know that can save your life.
0: Yeah, you owe it to yourself. You owe owe it to yourself.
1: I was looking up a few things about a stroke, and I know I learned a few things about it a few years ago, Um, and one of the happens is fast, so I don't know if you happen to be in a situation. Where you notice someone's facial facial uh, appearance is drooping, that's the F. Um, their arm uh, becomes becomes weak, that's the A. Um, and their speech difficulties, that's the S. And the T is it's time to call nine one one. So when you, if you are with a family member, for example, and something like that, you see those occurrences back to back like that, you can catch a stroke fast by Knowing what FAST is and dialing 911 and getting them the help that they
0: need. Well done. So, Excellent. Yeah. FAST. So face drooping, face, yep, arm face. weak, mm-hmm. speech
1: Difficulties. jacked up. And that T is time to call 911. Time to pick up the phone. Don't ask Immediately, questions. Immediately, right. Can save, they can save them. Wow. Save a life.
0: Yeah. Well, it goes without saying, man, but we're gonna say it anyway because that's what we do.
1: Yeah. Speed of recovery
0: to Jamie Foxx.
1: Absolutely. One of Prayers the up For the brother.
0: Prayers up for the brother. I'm sure he'll be. I'm, I'm sure he will bounce back. Mm-hmm. And keep doing what he does. Yeah. Now. Gonna... That, that, that didn't go long enough because we're back now with Shangquilla Robinson. Okay. This story has to be lit because what does it take? So we all know Shane Quiller-Robinson is a sister that went to Mexico with her friends and never came back home because they killed her there. Yeah. And because it happened in Mexico, we're waiting for, we for the Mexico authorities to do something and we wanted the defense to step, to step in because at any time, America can go to Mexico and say, look, we got this. You know, you, we saw the way you did uh, Pablo or Pancho, what, what's, the, what's the guy? Chap-
1: Chapo. Chapo, mm-hmm. yeah we saw oh, y'all can't even
0: keep Chapo. We'll go ahead and take the case from you because y'all be BSing. Y'all almost as corrupt as we are. <laughs> We're corrupt in a different way. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but so they could have taken the case from Mexico and handled it in house. Uh-huh. America decided not to do that. Merrick Garland and his people decided we don't need to handle this case. We don't want to take the case. I don't know why. It's open up and open shut open shut case. She was murdered. It's no question she was murdered. Mm-hmm. They said she had they said alcohol poisoning at first. Mm-hmm. That's what the friends were saying. That's what they were telling the authorities when they tried to leave the body and jet back to the States. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh well, there was something. Uh, she just drank a lot and fell and hit her head. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, you jumped on her back, broke her spine. We got video of you killing her, beating her to death is what happened. So it's an open open shut case. Why would the feds not take it? So the cause of death, body autopsy has been ruled, spinal cord injury, and atlas luxation. Death classified as accidental or violent. It was now, that's if you take out the videotape. The videotape shows it was a violent death, therefore a homicide. What else? Of course, the family's pissed off. The family wants America to take the case. They wanted the United States Department of Justice to take over the case. They refused to do it. I don't know the explanation why they say they couldn't take the case over, but it just reeks like, once again, here we are. Where it just seems like a slap in the face to black folks. Yeah. If this, if Shane Quilla Robinson was Amanda Dickinson, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. and she was blonde haired, blue eyed, from California, from Calabasas, and she went to Mexico and her friends killed her, America wouldn't be fast enough, couldn't be fast enough to bring that case back to the United States to deal with it. But since it's Shaquilla Robinson, it's like, nah, we good. I'm sure Mexico will take care of it. I just think it's a travesty, and it just sticks. We're getting treated like second-class citizens.
1: So that's the end of it. They're saying no federal investigation. There is nothing to appeal. There is nothing to go beyond that. I mean, in one, in one instance, it says cause of death listed as severe spinal cord injury, and like you mentioned, an atlas luxation. And then here... Um, it has autopsy in the United States revealed, in the United States revealed no spinal cord injury but brain swelling.
0: Internal bleeding. Internal bleeding in the brain from traumatic yeah. trauma. Hit to it the kept head. hitting her in the head and kicking her in the head. And
1: yeah. You would think if they have this evidence I, uh,
0: I, I Maybe I'm not making myself clear. Mexico can still prosecute the case. Mm-hmm. And they are prosecuting the case. Mm-hmm. Would you feel better with America prosecuting the case? Oh, absolutely. I would, yeah. because we're gonna keep focused on the case. We're gonna keep the fire under their ass. Yeah. We ain't gonna just say we want reparations. We're gonna say we want those people, the killers, locked the fuck up. Yeah. We're not gonna settle. We're not gonna. We're not gonna BS around. We're gonna keep it on the front page. Right. We're gonna make it trend. Yeah. Like because if it's in our court system, yeah, we'll be more abreast. Who the f- who wants to go look at the I don't read the Mexican newspapers. Yeah. Who how are we gonna keep up with the story? All the BS all the BS lawsuits we manage in America. Yeah. All the shit we cover. Yeah. We can't take this case. Yeah. It has risen to the level uh-huh. where it was mentioned at a White House press briefing. Mm-hmm. Why not bring the case here? Why not let us take a look at it? Merrick, you punk bastard, bring the case to America. That makes sense. Yeah. We got the money. We throw money away, all types of shit. Hmm. A space force. A space. Money for a space force. Can't try to kill us of Shankula Robinson.
1: An American citizen.
0: An American sister. American citizen. An American citizen killed by Americans. Who fled back to America. Come on, Josh. Yeah. So yeah. The yeah, family plans to march. The family plans to march to the state department. department. Yes. You see that part? Mhm,
1: headquarters in Washington DC.
0: To advocate for justice in the in the case of crimes against US citizens overseas. So we'll see what happens, man. I I just There's
1: definitely more to come on that. Yeah. Um and I mean with it happening in Mexico. I don't well I I I don't understand the laws or know what the laws are but because it happened in Mexico the Mexican authorities could extradite the who the, the two sisters back did, to the country
0: I thought we sent those sisters to Mexico Mhm So I, I don't know I don't know where it is I don't, So I, don't. I mean if
1: the crime being committed in Mexico right they fled back the killers fled back to the United States Right why can't the the killers. Be oh, they are. But I think I think to. I
0: know at least one is. I don't know about everybody. Okay. I know one one was extradited. Uh huh. I don't know what happened with the rest. Okay. But like I said, like, fuck all this back and forth.
1: Just take. the. Just do it. I mean, you have you have to let that.
0: They've already ruled. Yeah. They won't take it. No. I guess they could appeal this.
1: Yeah.
0: I like to know what's the reason. What's yeah. the rationale? Oh, we can't afford it. Come on. Yeah. Like what other reasons do you have? Yeah. Someone may know in comment section. I don't know their, their bogus-ass reason why they can't do this. So somebody should be in Biden's ass, man. Yeah. Biden, get your boy. Yeah. Get your boy.
1: What does Ben have to say about this? What does Ben Crump have to say ben about Crump. this? <laughs> Maybe, I'm sure Ben Crump knows um, the path to take. I mean, if, if the U.S. is saying no now, what the next steps are. What's we'll it? Yeah, my goodness, mm, mm,
0: mm,
1: mm. so sad. I guess we can um, no. I'll keep uh, a watch out for the march that's being um scheduled, being held by the family, just to kind of yeah. I mean, it's right here in D.C., so stay stay up on that.
0: DJ Academics, mm, mm, mm. DJ Academics, you signed a deal with Rumble. So three days a week, I think it's three. Uh huh. He will be live streaming exclusively on Rumble. So yo, uh, <laughs> Rumble is a right wing thing. right? Uh huh. It's uh, it is what it is. That one of the guys from Fox started it up. It is what it is. Why are people surprised? I'm trying to get it. Why? Why are people surprised? Like. First of all, academics. He said a lot of suspect shit about black people. Oh. First of all, uh, he don't consider himself black. He consider himself Jamaican or Trinidadian oh, okay. or whatever he is from wherever. He's not from. He's like always saying, "Well, my people from the Caribbean. We look at things like this. We look mm. at things like that, and you know, so, so he's it's like
1: Jane in our country.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> <just>
1: making the <laughs> dough in our country."
0: But I think he was born here. I don't know, man. It's weird. But my thing is, he's 30 years old. He doesn't really have politics. He's a capitalist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Period. Yeah. Where's the money? That's all he cares about. Mm. Where's the paper? He don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. If I was 30, would I care? I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I would. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not even into i I never hear him talk about politics. Uh-huh. So that's the thing, like, not everyone's a political animal. I saw, when I was looking up this story about DJ Academics, I saw that he marveled at the amount of viewers uh, Andrew Tate was getting on Rumble. If you look, it it was like a clip of, I saw a clip or I saw a tweet or Instagram post that DJ Academics made, and he said, he posted a link. He said, wow, Andrew Tate's on Rumble, he's got 130 people watching. That's how you do it, you know? So, and this was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So DJ Academics has been watching Rumble all this mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah, okay. So say what you want to say. I think it's a move about money. It's not about politics. I know people want to say, oh, it's because he's with the right wing. I don't think he cares. hmm I don't think he gives uh, that it's about politics, about Trump. Like, yo, he's like, they want to watch my show. Mm-hmm. They're paying me a lot of money to do it. I'm going to do it there. I'm not saying it should. I'm saying we're making it political because of the, some of the people that are on the network. Mm-hmm. Like Tulsi Gabbard. Right.
1: Remember Tulsi?
0: Remember Tulsi? <laughs> and uh, Sean Hannity and Bonagino. Fox people own it. Charlie Kirk's over that joint. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the same, there was a training, uh, Turning Point USA. With Candace Owens' crew. Mm-hmm. That's the company she works for. I don't know oh, okay. she still works for. Her. I think she does. So, that's where he's at. He's over there. But there are also people on Rumble who are not right-wing. Who could not get an opportunity other places. Okay. Who were mm-hmm. looking for an opportunity to have to not be censored and to be able to talk their shit. Uh-huh. So, I get that. You are not even supposed to just say the word I just said. But on Rumble, you can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, also guys, bear in mind when, we come, when it comes to right and left, yeah, it's so racist over there to say some bigoted stuff. is the biggest on YouTube and biggest on TikTok too, mm-hmm. okay? So let's not act like it's just Rumble. Like that's the only place you're going to find trolls or people that talk down to black people. You're going to find that all over the place. And I'm sure, unlike some of y'all, DJ academics, knows that there are a lot of trolls in the United States and a lot of trolls on all these other sites as well. And since the left ain't handed out checks Mm -hmm. except for a couple of prized people, Mm -hmm. the same people get a ride every time with the left. The same people, we see the same faces all the time. just keep recycling the same Mm mofos. They don't give new people an opportunity. So, GJ Academics, I'm sure he would have took a check Mm -hmm. from any of these other streaming services if they would have offered it to them. Mm -hmm. But they did not. And if they did, the best deal came from Rumble. Uh Instead of shitting on DJ Academics for being on Rumble, maybe you should partner with DJ Academics and start putting out some different type of messages on this platform that's going to reach those people. Hmm. Why not? You can't stop them. True. Yeah, I saw Roly Poly was upset about this. Yeah. He did a whole tirade about it. He going on this long rant about how this is how they do a black men. They want black men to vote Republican. Hmm. Like 85% of black, pe- black men vote Democrat. The only people that beat us and voted Democrat are black women. But we vote Democrat more than Latino men more than Asian men and more than white men. Mm. But leave it to Roland to make it about they try to get brothers. The number one consumer of, of hip hop music is what? White people. Mm-hmm. So white people listen to JJ Academics as well. He may be the urban market, uh-huh. but hip hop performers in general, by and large, mm. are mostly consumed by white people. So let's not just say they're trying to get black people. He also trying to get white people. He trying to get a different demographic. Mm-hmm. And another thing, it's sort of like what Ice Cube said back in 2020 when he wanted to talk about the black agenda that uh-huh, he had came up with. with America. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. D- uh,
1: darn it. Uh, it's oh. a <laughs> Ah. I can see his
0: face. I can too. <laughs> so when Ice Cube said, when Ice Cube was meeting with Roland Martin, he talked about the contract for black America. He said, Yo, there should be no reason why the vote, the black vote is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't the Democratic Party locked it down? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't the Democratic Party locked down the black vote? They've had the black vote for 100 years. Why haven't they locked it down? Because they don't care to. That's the part you're, you're afraid to say. So don't come with this, oh my God. DJ Academics is gonna lure black people away from the Democratic Party.
1: Right. That makes so much sense.
0: The Democratic Party don't own black people. Uh, anybody listen to the sound of my voice? The Democratic Party does not own black people. In the left, or the middle, or the center, does that own DJ Academics? He owns himself. Last time I checked, he didn't sign a contract with you guys. If you wanted him to be on the right, on the left, or the center, or NPR, or whatever the shit, you should have gave him a check. Yeah. And since you didn't, shut the fuck up.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> right. That's it. Roller's still so mad he got kicked off CNN. Well, yeah. Roller's
1: still trying to secure the bag, too,
0: so. That's all. He they didn't give him money. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have went over there. Nobody offers you a deal to go over there they try to put my content over there I've been asking my content to be all types of places mm-hmm. but they won't but them cutting you a check is a different story
1: right. see I was I didn't look at that this story from that perspective so it's was, it was excellent to hear that that view from you Um, you know down with, with DJ academics for going on going on the other side that's the that's the bullshit both sides are yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's like he's like he's just saying like out of hand where DJ Academics should be at. Mm-hmm. Nah, dog. He ain't cheating. Yeah, right. he, ain't the <laughs> right. he ain't married to the Democrats. He ain't right. married to the Democrats. You can't call him a cheat till he, you know, right. <laughs> put a ring on it. Have right. you right. put a ring on DJ, DJ Academics, did Biden show up right. <laughs> and put a ring on DJ Academics? I don't think he did. Right. Did Obama give DJ Academics a ring? Did Nancy Pelosi? Mm. Elizabeth Warren? So anyway, that said, look, I saw Talib Kweli. He put out something about it. This guy's suspect. You're shitting on DJ academics. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, man, it's a free country. Yeah. It's a free country. Would I do it? No, I wouldn't do it. But that's me.
1: Right.
0: I'm at 30. You know, thinking I'm gonna live forever. Yeah.
1: And who knows? Twenty years from now, he may look back and have regrets. If, but who knows? In the meantime, he's yeah. doing what's right for him. So whatever. Yeah. You know. To, to, who the hell to is who
0: the? How many black people are on Rumble watching this dude?
1: Exactly.
0: Well, I guess that's why they're doing. They want there. they want black people to come to Rumble to watch him. You know, watch him, but then get the fuck off. Like, right. why? Why would they stay there? Right.
1: Is he spinning records? He's having. He just he just talks.
0: <laughs> he's doing what I'm doing. <laughs> But less effective. Okay. But they like it though. Don't get it wrong. He's very popular. Mm-hmm. But come on, Jocelyn. Last story. Last mm-hmm. story. And you know what? This is fun, guys. This, this is fun. I watched a show on Netflix called Beef. Anybody see this? Beef on Netflix. Stars Amy Wong. Ali. Ali or Wong.
1: Ali Wong, yeah. Ali Her Wong. The character was Amy. Oh, the okay. character's name was Amy. See how much it sticks with it? Exactly.
0: You? So, Ali Wong, Steve. Ewan? Ewan? Nguyen. Ewan Nguyen. Ewan. Nguyen. Okay. Right? Steve from uh, Walker Deer. Yeah. Come on. That's Glenn. Steve. Glenn oh, from, from Walker from Deer. From <laughs> my man, my brother. He was also in. Dang, what's Jason? it? Nah, nah, he was in that. He was in that Jordan Peele okay oh, nope nope that's it he was uh-huh. in he nope. Okay. he was uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like okay right no he was nope he was in nope with <laughs> Jordan Peele okay so so Glenn aka Steven has been really stretching out he's yeah. in this series on good Netflix guys yeah and look guys I love this show <laughs> I love this show it's a great show Johnson I didn't expect it to be as good as it was I'm glad I watched it yeah uh what are your thoughts about it I thought
1: good as well it wasn't what i'd expected it's like i got a whole new take on asian flavor um those actors were something else um i was really surprised and i mentioned this to tim as well uh, about uh, ms wong i would seen her do some stand-up a few years ago i think it was like tiger mom or something i think she was pregnant on stage and she was just hilarious Um, So to see her um, in this different element, she was just she she made you feel her character, you know, that, you know, from um, being joyous, you know, with her baby, with uh, with her her little uh, daughter um, to her her saddest, most down moments. You could feel what she was feeling. She did an excellent she did an excellent job as long as as well as the other actors who were on there as well. Um, I don't think anyone did anything, you know everything everyone was great you know in their own character they made you feel and understand and they were they were believable so <laughs> yeah I, I really enjoyed it. i was shocked too because you know things have um a lot of uh things that you may be watching on uh, uh, on these various platforms they've kind of closed shop now until the next season shows up so you're like looking for stuff something to, to uh, watch. And just came across this, and it was most excellent. I hope most excellent. It was most. It was Bill and Ted.
0: <laughs> most excellent. <laughs> but no, it was dope. And you know yeah. what? I just couldn't see if we were still online. I had to check. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, but yeah. And, and I must say something, guys, because it also exposed to me, babe, that mm-hmm. uh, I don't know a lot about Asian folks. Yeah. Like, damn. Uh, until you see, until you watch a show mm-hmm. that has a full gamut,
1: a uh-huh.
0: full Asian cast, mm-hmm. you don't realize how much uh, white supremacy shit is going on. Yeah. It's not Because you best. usually get like one. <laughs> right. They get like one Asian person, and then they like basically have them act stereotypically Asian. Mm-hmm. But when you got like eight Asian people, yeah. everybody gets to be themselves, mm-hmm. everybody gets to have their own flavor. We got one brother. Who's hilarious, man. I think his name is Ocho. Brother who's hilarious. Uh, Isaac. Huh? Was it Isaac? Isaac is the name yeah. on the... Yeah, his name oh. is Isaac, but his real name. I saw that Joe Rogan interviewed him a couple years okay. ago.
1: Okay. Guy's hilarious,
0: mm-hmm. right? Uh, cast is excellent. Mm-hmm. So, having so many different Asian guys and women mm-hmm. in this show really gives you an opportunity to say, you know what? We need to have more Asian people
1: yeah. do this shit.
0: Yeah. And that... Wow. Uh, Also, the prevalence of black. Blackness is everywhere in the country, yo. So, just from the name itself, Beef. Beef (laughs) Beef is what, and say safe up in the streets. Beef is when you take two to go to sleep. Beef is when I see you. You know, like, that's like, that's our shit. (laughs) That's our stuff, right? So, they took our stuff, Mm -hmm. and and, and it's, they, you know, they put it with their culture, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway. And it's also written by Amy, written by Ali, and written by Steven. They wrote it, and executive produced oh, okay. it. Okay. I know the executive produced it. Let mm-hmm. me not say they wrote it. The executive produced it. I think they wrote it, the screenplay that is. But the, like once again, guys, I'm really excited about the fact that it's going to show black folks and yo, a lot of Asian folks get it. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of gems in this. Yeah. Where they're talking about being Asian in America mm-hmm. and how they look at things and how they're treated and the way they look at white folks and the power structures Mm -hmm. and jobs and corporate America. So... Eye-opening. It's very eye-opening. Yes. It's very eye-opening. And just, once again, to have different flavors and you realize, you know what? White people don't get us sometimes, but I'm not saying we really get Asians. And Mm -hmm. just to say, Asian puts a lot of people in one bucket. One bucket. I realize that. I'm not trying to be offensive. But if you watch the show... I want you to I want you to know you're gonna come away with it. I think you'll come away with some different ideas about the individuality of mm-hmm. people. And how um, we got some common concerns though. Yeah. That's some real shit. We got some common concerns. Yeah. Family, yeah. love, money, like success, being driven, and and obstacles. It's it's very interesting. Yeah. Highly recommend it. I'm not going to, we're not doing any spoilers. Right. Right, but I want people to know, I really want you to go check it out if you get an opportunity to. It's called yep. Beef. It's streaming right now on Netflix and it's worth the watch. Yeah. It's worth Absolutely. the watch.
1: 10 episodes. What are they, they're about an hour or so? 45.
0: 45 something like 45, okay. yeah. 45 minutes.
1: But once you start watching it, it's going to be a binge for you. It was a binge <laughs> for me. It's like, what well, you know, you keep seeing that next episode coming, you're just going to sit there and watch it. <laughs> are you still watching? Good. That's, when you, know That's when you know you've been there. That's when you
0: know you've been there for a long time, right? When they get that message, are you still watching? Right. You need to get a life. Yes. Are you still sitting here? I'm up. In? I'm up. Right. Get your big ass up and walk around for a while. Stretch your legs when you fall out. Do something. Stand up. Right. So yeah. Excellent. Wow! Look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Episode number three in the can.
1: Uli asked, Is it funny? It is funny. It does oh, have its moments. A lot I mean, of funny yes, moments. Yes. The dialogue it will just catch you so off guard. He said, What? He's going to be rewinding and yeah. watching it again just to hear yeah. what they said. So, absolutely. I want to hilarious. say some things
0: that were said in it, but I don't want to take away from the show. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to say anything. But there's one thing the young brother keeps saying that got me rolling.
1: Oh, go ahead.
0: About the text.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his, his phone. When you. <laughs>
0: His answering machine. Uh-huh. So, so the young, the young brother in the in the show, he has this answering machine recording. That's hilarious, and I think about that all the time because I got people sometimes that, they leave messages when they call. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave messages when you call people. You so nineteen nineties. Come on, Johnson. <laughs> it's bad. My mom FaceTimes. I'm like, mom. <laughs> FaceTime is the most intrusive thing in the world.
1: Like, up, right?
0: <laughs> she got, We gave her. She got an iPad. And she just FaceTime her brother out the blue. Yeah. In my underwear and like, Oh. Oh <laughs> Oh, Buck
1: said, and this isn't about the uh, uh, beef, but he said he misses he misses your hats.
0: Oh, I got him. <laughs> Tell him I got him, Johnson. I still got him. I'm gonna break him out. You know what I'm saying? This feel a little bit like a. I just gotta think about it at the time. You know. My brother Buck of the house. Yeah, Buck, Buck I Buck, Iron Eyes up in the joint. Yes.
1: Black magic, hello.
0: Black magic, what's yes. happening?
1: Yes. Wow. Yeah. Familiar folks, familiar you. I know I pissed
0: somebody. some people off. I know that. I know. I know that there's gonna be fire in the hole. It is what it is,
1: man. Yeah, but it's truth again, you know, it's, it's my truth. truth. I'm a walk yeah. in my
0: truth. And I think I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think people's people see where I'm coming from. But uh if not, they don't. I get that too. Yeah. We're at an hour and a half, but we started ten minutes late.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, at the very at the very end there's some stuff we gotta do. Oh, okay. Cause I always forget stuff. So folks The way I came up with topics for the well, the way we came up with topics for the show is people send us topics. So, DM me or whatever. Right? Is it on there? Um, is it on
1: yours? I have a conclusion email. Yeah, the closing. Yeah. Questions, (coughs) topics, suggestions. Yeah. Email.
0: Submit questions or topics. Okay, this is more like guidelines. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. so what email address? Uh, Tim's take
1: two. Or yeah, yeah, send it yeah. to me. Well,
0: you know what? No, what? It's, it's all good. Okay. You
1: don't,
0: I don't want you to give out your personal.
1: Okay.
0: How about you just send it to uh, Tim at TimBlackTV.com? Tim at TimBlackTV.com. Tim at TimBlackTV.com or DM me. Any story ideas, any suggestions. Just like always. Story ideas and suggestions to uh, Tim at TimBlackTV.com. And, uh. We will do the best. We'll do our best to, uh, that's probably where it should go. Okay. Right here. But yeah, that would really help. And as you know, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok. I'm Tim Black Show on TikTok. Until they get rid of TikTok, man, ain't that something? They can't control TikTok. Yeah. TikTok's a really good platform. It is, a lot of truth. You reach a lot of new people on TikTok. hmm It's not so good at reaching your subscribers are people that hit like, because you don't have subscribers on TikTok. Right. You have followers and likes. So, uh, but yeah, I'm also on Instagram, which Instagram decides to go ahead and just call it a day. <laughs> Instagram. Man. That's it. That's all I got. Anything else, Mrs. Black, before we shut down?
1: Do you want to like, do a recap of anything of the stories that we did? Just a quick <sighs> rundown of what okay. we discussed.
0: But real quick, we both felt that Dalai Lama need to keep his tongue in his mouth and leave the little kids alone. That wasn't cool. Jack Tuxera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Young man going to jail. Uh, I don't know. Like, he wasn't selling anything. Yeah. And he wasn't doing it to hurt the government, but...
1: His pride. He his did it. His pride
0: got him I don't know what you're saying. The guy, the guy put out classified information. It wasn't for a greater good. Mm-hmm. How can I, how can you stand with him when he did it frivolously? Yeah.
1: Yeah? You know? Yeah. Pride.
0: Like if you knock over a back but you were trying to take care of your grandma, I feel a certain kind of way about you. I'm like, Oh, you trying to try to help grandma. You no. Know? <laughs> uh he try to you know, you want to help the orphanage. Like all those shows back in the day when the when the bad guy did a bad thing, it was always for a good cause. Oh,
1: somebody getting an operation. Somebody needs a, like John Q. <laughs>
0: John operation. Q needs to save his boy's life. Right. We all rooted for John Q. Yeah. But if Denzel was trying to hold up the the hospital for himself, you no, know, just to do it, yeah. to show his people he had heart, just because he was yeah, an OG. Right. Well, then, I was like, you know, you get what's coming to you, homie. <laughs> Justin Pearson, I said enough on that.
1: It was excellent.
0: Nothing it wrong with the qu- with direct questions. Yes, but we got We got to broaden our horizons, Johnson. Yeah. We can't just be like reparations and nothing else. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. We need everything. Yeah, we need. We need, we need. How, how are people who can't have clean, who need clean water, supposed to like forget that shit? Mm-hmm. Like that's, our life expectancy, my life expectancy is 10 years shorter than the average white man's. Just because I'm black and all of the, the shit that comes with that. And you don't want to focus on those things and give me additional 10 years in the hopes that we get some money. Come on, man! Come on, man! We gotta, we got, we can do both. We can have people that do both, and if you're doing the other thing, as long as you're not working against the reparations movement, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Just don't be in our motherfucking way. Yeah. How is that the wrong attitude to take? I don't get it. Yeah. It's an online people online are just too hard with that. Yeah. I've never had a person offline mm-hmm. that I've ever met but I work in community, work in community organizing, or working in community activism that I've done over the years. i never ran into anybody that was ever like, Yo, we do reparations and we don't care about this neighborhood. You know, they was, anybody, you know? Yeah. So here I go, I'm going yeah. again. Right. Shaquella Robinson, okay. they don't want to take the case. That's jacked up. Shaquella Robinson, we covered her. Um, it doesn't mean Mexico is not going to prosecute. Okay. It just means we don't have jurisdiction. We're not taking jurisdiction and handling it within the U.S. borders. Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx, get better, Jamie Foxx. DJ Academics, is that a cosign? I didn't say get your money, DJ Academics. But a little bit of the talk is like y'all own black people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, what if DJ Academics was Republican? Mm -hmm. He could be, you know. Oh, he can't be with... You got to be with the Democrats? Nah, hell no. Right. You can be with who you want to be with. See, some of these brothers and sisters mm-hmm. are captivated by the Democrats because uh-huh. they see all the people going, Democrat, Democrat, Democrat. And I say, what you get in your Democrat bucket? Mm-hmm. What was that in your tree from the Democrats? They say, right. well, there wasn't no it wasn't no tiki torches. No, I say, what'd you get? I didn't say what you didn't, didn't get. get. Right? <laughs> what'd you get? <laughs> we, we didn't get lynched. Oh, last time I checked, there was some Democrats doing some lunch back in the day. At the end of the day, Johnson, DJ Academics could do what he wants to do. Let's work with DJ Academics, try to get some time on the show to talk about other shit. But you know, I don't really think he does that type of show. He yeah. ain't really political. Mm-hmm. He's talking about rap music. And what rapper shot what rapper? Last thing was beef.
1: Yeah.
0: Check it out. It's a dope show. It Check is. it out. That's it. Yeah, that's the wrap up.
1: All right.
0: Tell a friend. Black, the Black Table. Does that? I I like it. I think it's simple. Yeah, I think yeah, it's practical. The Black Table. I got a Black Table. Yeah, this is a Black Table. The Blacks. We are the Blacks. Yeah, we are Black, and this is a Black Table.
1: In the Black.
0: black I'm wearing black. (laughs) Mrs. Black got on a black hat suit. No, I don't. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Uh, what else? That's it. That is it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Tim Black. You can find me at Tim and Tim Black. Uh, You can find me at Real Tim Black Facebook and Twitter. Shout out to my Patreons. Thank you for keeping the lights on. Even when I wasn't doing the long-form show. You still kept on being a Patreon. You still supported it, brother, because you knew. I've been doing it 10 years. I'm not quitting now. Not cool. genuine. I'm so real Black I'm, I'm genuine. real. I'm real. Mrs. Yeah, Black. Absolutely. Mrs. Black, thank you once again for you know gracing us with your presence. Well,
1: thank you for having me. Dropping yeah. that knowledge. I'm trying. Being that balance. But he knows he knows I'm the I'm the introvert. So I mean it's really pushing me out in the spotlight, but I am, you know, slowly but surely, you know, getting this. So I appreciate um your patience with me. Um, I, I appreciate being able to join you each night and that, well, on Sunday nights um, and being a part of this. So, thank you so much for welcoming me into your den, Wolf Wolfpack. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate you. she will be really sweet talking i will mean,
0: be like, oh, Mrs. Black is so nice. <laughs> I would tune into the Miss Black shelf. Oh my Tim. Goodness. Tim is rude. Mm-hmm. Tim is rude.
1: <laughs> so, oh, <I'll> you <always> stop. <laughs>
0: All right guys, that's it. I'm gone. I'll see you on the next one.
1: Absolutely. Next Sunday. Wolf cut. Yes. Seven o'clock PM E S T. You got it. Have a good week.